We are back with another episode of our short form interview series, catching up with spent about 15 minutes with Romain Grochon on Tuesday, the world's newest NTT IndyCar series driver. He'll be doing 13 races in total for Rick Ware racing new co-entrant with Dale coin racing, doing all the road and street courses in the number 51 Honda Really enjoyed first interview with Romain. You can hear for sure there's a lot of energy, a lot of enthusiasm inside of this 34-year-old Frenchman. This new challenge in front of him, basically everywhere he's going to go will be a first-time visit. A lot to learn, not a lot of time to learn it. That's one of the things we speak about as well. And hey, he's here. We've known he's going to be here for a long time, but glad that it's finally out in the open and confirmed. And I hope you enjoy the conversation we had here on the Marshall Pruitt Podcast, brought to you by Cooper Tires, the Justice Brothers in Toronto, motorsports.com. Coming off of a rather insane 2020 season, Roma, you had options, you had choices on what to do and where to do it. What was the decision-making process like that said, I want to go to IndyCar, want to do the road and street courses, maybe ovals in the future, who knows, but... What led you here instead of somewhere else? Well, you know, this, if there's one thing that my accident teach me, uh, it's that I want to have the choice to decide what I want to do and and that life can be short. So, you know, I looked at all the options, the championship, and, and you know, initially, am I going to go racing or not? And um, very quickly, I, uh, I wanted to go racing. You know, I was still in pain and the healing and the hand was not good looking. But I thought, you know, I love racing too much and I haven't decided yet to stop. So I want to do more. And then I looked at the options and I said, which one do I feel is going to be, you know, which one do I feel like I want to do? Not that I need to do, not that I is the best maybe for that reason or that reason. I say, which one is the one that I really want to do for fun, for pleasure, for what I love doing for racing? And um, IndyCar was, was really on top of the list. And, uh, you know, I got in contact with Dale well before the, the, the accident. Um, and uh, I, was, I was super happy with his, with his welcome, with his, you know, his enthusiasm of, of making the project happening. And, uh, you know, a lot of people after the accident say, you should stop, you shouldn't go racing and so on. I said, guys, I want to go racing. I'm, I love racing. And... Um, and IndyCar is what I want to do because I feel like, you know, they are top cars, amazing circuits, uh, great drivers, um, a lot of things to learn for myself. Um, and I feel like, you know, this is going to be the right chapter for me. You're going from a Formula One team that you've been with uh, for quite a while with Haas that obvious it's desire to be up front and fighting with Mercedes and Red Bull. That's the spirit, but had not been fully achieved Tell me about the decision, Romain, to go with Dale Coin Racing, because I know they weren't the only team in IndyCar that was interested in you. Another team that isn't one that is always on the podium, isn't always winning, wants to be, but I would say there's some parallels with where they are in the paddock uh, to some of the teams you've been with recently in Formula One. You don't want to just make up the numbers. I know that. So tell me about this choice of a smaller team. How does that fit? Uh, your your spirit or personality? Well, you know, I think I am a rookie. I'm going to be 35 by the time we are in the first race of the season. It's actually my birthday on, on Saturday in, Sam, uh, in Barber. 
and uh, nice. I'm a rookie, which is uh, you know, which is quite funny. Um, I was told that Jimmy Johnson is a rookie as well, and he's 45. So that made me feel better. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I'm not the oldest rookie. So that that's good. Um, and uh, you know, I think what I, what I was looking for is is somewhere where people really were enthusiastic, where wanted me and wanted the deal to happen. And, um, you know, I've been watching a lot IndyCar. I've uh, been watching on YouTube most of the, the, the last three seasons, um, the races and so on. And with everyone I spoke with, you know, I think Dale, is, Dale Cohen is, is the right choice. They Yes, they're a small team and, and you know, but also the cars are, are pretty much similar apart from the dampers. Um, and when, which engine do you run? But, uh, you know, I've had, a, I've had a really good fit with, uh, with Dale Coyne, with Olivier Boisson, the, the engineer, uh, which is also a Frenchman. And, um, you know, for, for a rookie season to learn everything and, and, and to go, I think it's just the right, uh, the right option. So um, on that aspect, I'm super happy to be, to be racing with them. It sounds like, Roma, that you've done a lot of research, spoken with a lot of people. Curious if there are any drivers in the IndyCar series you have tried to get some advice from or some insights while not only choosing a team, but maybe preparing for this upcoming season? Well, I say that, uh, that I have spoken to two, two drivers, mainly Simo Pagino has been, uh, has been super cool, uh, in, uh, in a way that, you know, he was, he was telling me and, and explaining to me and, and also saying, look, if there's anything I can, um, I can help you with uh, you. You more than just just call me, and that's been that's been fantastic. And the other one that I've been speaking to is uh, Marcus Ericsson, uh, simply because he knows Europe, he knows Formula One, and and uh, GP two, and we raced against each, each other in, in GP two, and and in Formula One, and he was able to explain to me the differences and and what to expect, what to not to expect, and and you know basically. What I can say, if I summarize everyone's this conversation that I have uh, with, with, with everyone, uh, including what my engineer last year, says that you're going to love it. You're going to love it. This is pure racing. Uh, it's a great atmosphere. The cars are fun, and, and you're going to you're gonna have fun, and, and you have the chance to, you know, to fight for wins, and that's something that I haven't done for some time now. Yeah, that seems to be the common theme. Your uh, former teammate at Haas, Kevin Magnuson, said the same thing. Hey, I'm, he's going to sports cars instead of IndyCar, but that ability to not have the vehicle as the limitation for you to show your talent, that has to be something that you're just doing little happy dances about, knowing that really there's no restriction to you showing a 100% of your capability on track and to be rewarded for it. Sure, and you have seen that uh, Kevin did a mega job in in the Rolex Twenty Four. You know, he was he was fast, he was consistent, he was doing the job. Um, they were leading the race for a very long time, uh, unless uh, until that last puncture. But uh, it showed that you know we 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 both we've push, been pushing each other in Formula One a lot. We've we've helped each other to improve a lot. But people don't quite people that are not into the the, the world don't quite understand how much a car does in Formula One and very easily they just go and say, Oh, you're not you're not good, you're fighting at the back. Well, give me give me the same tool as the others and you'll see. And that's something with Kevin, both of us, we really um we really wanted and just saying, look, 
you know, IndyCar is not as fast as Formula One. Yeah, right. Uh, Maybe it is not. This is maybe a touch uh, less uh, pushed to the limit and so on. Yeah, great. But it doesn't matter. What we want here is to go uh, have a chance to win races, to fight, to have good racing and not to be lapped after 10 laps just because your car is is a tractor. You'd probably be quick in tractors, though, too, Roma. But uh, well, at least they go on the grass. Yes, good point. Good point. So, sticking with something Kevin mentioned and demonstrated, it was being fast immediately in his new home, his new opportunity. I know that he felt like it was a release of some form. That having been in a negative position more than he wanted in recent years, there was a release. Is there anything to that for you? Because I know, I'm guessing you have to have heard over the last couple of years, has he lost it? Is he as fast? He's not as good. You know that's nonsense. But is there a sense of, hey, maybe I can make folks who forgot what I was capable of, maybe I can remind them in a different series? Well, to be fair, I don't. I do it for myself very selfishly. And, you know, I, I know what I've done right, I know what I've done wrong, I know when I've been super fast, I know when I've, I haven't been fast. And, you know, if, if I come to IndyCar, it's because I want to have fun, um, I want to go racing and, and not think about anything else. And um, I think that's the right championship and, and the right people around me to, to do so. So, obviously, people, if you start winning, people will say, oh, yeah, I always saw you, it was fast and so on. But it was the same one. <laughs> You know, saying the opposite when you were spinning on, on with the Haas car because you were trying to do 135% uh, just to compensate the, the fact that the car wasn't the best. So, I mean, it's always nice to hear a good comment. Uh, don't get me wrong, I'm not a robot. When people say bad things about you, you, know, you don't feel the best. But um, what matters is, is what I'm going to show on track, what I do for myself and my kids. And uh, eventually, you know, if... If I can open some more opportunities for the future in a way or in another, um, great. You spoke about after your crash, Romain, that you sought some psychological support to help you process it and and make sure that it did not have overly negative long-term effects. Is that something you're still doing and consulting? And how is this working for you and your family? Are you, are you planning to move over here or fly back and forth for the IndyCar season? It feels like this is a family decision being made coming off of a somewhat traumatic end to uh, 2020 for you. Well, for now, I'm going to be traveling back and forth. Um, so I'm, I'm a lot. And then during the summer break, the kids are going to come in the U.S. Uh, to visit and, and to have a, you know, a, a lifetime chance to come and, and visit such a huge country. We may rent an RV and, and go around and, you know, I love that. These couple of places, uh, just because for them, it's, you know, it's, it's a huge country. And for us, you know, we decide, yes, we go to Miami, we go to Los Angeles, but that's holidays and you just stay there. But then you don't really get to see as much as you should or would. So we would, we're going to do that. And then, you know, if, if my life becomes an absolute perfect world in the U.S., I'm very happy. Uh, I got the chance to, um, to get off of some great drives and, and, you know, earn my life because at the end it's still it's still my job. Um, then we may look at, at coming more. Uh, but um, for now, it's really let's see what we get. Let's see how I am happy or I feel about uh, 
IndyCar and how I compete and is it, yeah, am I still fast? Can I do it? Uh, I don't have a doubt about that part, but um, yeah, and then, and then we will decide. From a preparation standpoint, Roman, knowing that you're doing the road and street courses, see that your first test is planned for February 22nd at Barber Motorsports Park gives you a little bit under two months to the start of the season. Feels like you're going to have a lot of work to do in a short amount of time to get ready. New series, new car, new everything. You share some insights about that. It it feels different than I've had five or six months, tons of testing, and I'll be going into uh, this new chapter of my career just uh, comfortably prepared. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I think in IndyCar you still have quite a bit of testing. You know, uh, we've got three or four plans before race one, um, and and you know, in Formula One, I got used to have only a couple of days before the season starts. Obviously, I knew the car, I knew the secrets, and so on. So there's going to be some challenges, but uh, nowadays we've got uh, simulator at, at home. I use iRacing, and uh, it's got it's got the IndyCar. It's got uh, some of the circuits. So Barber, for example, uh, I, I do have it. Long Beach, Laguna Seca. Uh, so few circuits that I have, I have on so I can learn them. I can watch YouTube and some onboard cameras. And um, if I'm being fully honest, I hope they won't reduce the, the testing ahead of the, the pre-practice time because they were talking about reducing pre-practice time uh, ahead of the, the event. And I hope that's not going to happen. But uh, if it does, well be it. And, you know, uh, we better learn fast. Mm. Last thing for you, Romas. So most IndyCar drivers who've yet to race in Europe, they will name the Nürburgring or Spa or some of the famous European circuits that uh, everyone wants to attend. Are there any on the IndyCar calendar that you've had kind of hidden away as a dream to race at one day that now you're going to get to uh, go out and visit? Well, Many of the secrets, when you watch them, they're, they're very good. But if if I'm being honest, since I'm a kid, Laguna Seca is up there on my list, mm. um, as well as Long Beach. So uh, yeah, I think that's gonna be that's gonna pre- be pretty cool. Happy for you, Romain. This sounds like the perfect change at the perfect time for you. You're doing it on your own terms, uh, boy. If we're talking about pivoting from one year to the next. I love the amount of positivity that is surrounding what's coming for you at the Dale Coin Racing with Rick Ware Racing Program. Oh yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, I think it's 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 going to be a great, great, uh, great. I think we're all very motivated. We all want to do it. We all want to go racing, and you know that. I mean, that's that's what drives us to go racing. You know, it's not about politics or money or whatever. It's just let's go racing because we like it, and uh, and that's very cool. It's a great championship, uh, as you know. Many, you know, you've got many Formula One drivers, and uh, yes, Simon and Sebastian and uh, myself joining the party, so it's pretty cool. And that was the fine gentleman known as Romain Groschon. I tell you what, I really am looking forward to all that he can achieve. And hope that the fulfillment he's been missing in Formula One is definitely a big part of his 2021 season. If you happen to be listening to my little audio experiment of a podcast for the first time, you might pay a visit to marshallpruittpodcast.com. More than 1,000 episodes. Yeah, I'm slightly obsessed. And we have a cool little subscribe page. That little 
magnifying glass towards the top right, use the search function, type in a name of someone that's competed in IndyCar, sports cars, F1 a little bit, and a few other things too. Eh, you just might find something you will enjoy listening to. All right. I am Marshall Pruitt. This is our little podcast brought to you by Cooper Tires, the Justice Brothers, and TorontoMotorsports.com. Thank you for listening. <laughs>